The Bible Study Podcast, episode 428. Today, the Bible Study Podcast wraps up the study of chapter 9 and starts chapter 10 of Matthew. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on the study of Matthew 9 in verse 35. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. A couple interesting things there. Jesus was sort of feeling the problem with being here and being incarnate and being in only one place at a time because Jesus couldn't be everywhere. And he is looking at the crowds and he's looking at all these people in all these towns and all these villages and he's seeing so much need. He's seeing so much helplessness. I thought that was interesting. They're harassed and helpless. What's harassing them? Is it life? Is it the religious leaders? Is it the Romans? But they have all of these things that are getting in their way, that are oppressing them, that are making their lives more difficult. And he looks at them with compassion. And he says what they need is a shepherd. They need someone to point them in the right direction and to kind of shoo them along and to keep them safe. They need someone to guide them. And he looks at the disciples and says, there are so many people. There's so many people who are ready, but there aren't enough people to go get them. Pray that the Lord will send workers into the harvest. And that is a prayer that we should continue today. I think that there are still many, many people who would long for the word of God, even if they don't know it, who need the word of God, who need a relationship with God, who are still like sheep without a shepherd. And so that is a prayer we should continue to pray. But that leads directly here into Matthew 10. Matthew 10, Jesus sends out the 12. Jesus called his disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts, no bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as 
shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on guard, you will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The student is not above the teacher or a servant above his master. It is enough for students to be like their teachers and servants like their masters. If the head of the house has been called Beelzebub, how much more the members of his household. So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives you even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. So Jesus sends out to the twelve the 12 disciples, but also here we get them first called apostles. An apostle, because apostle means literally to be sent. They are at this point apostles, apostolos, those who are sent. Matthew lists out those who are the disciples at this point, who are the 12 apostles. There are more disciples than this, but he sends these 12 out and he gives them authority. He gives them Did you notice that it wasn't just that he gives them power, but again, Matthew keeps talking about that authority. They have authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal disease and sickness. It's not a healing power, but it is an authority over those things. And Jesus has it, so he gives it to them. And he tells them, go teach, go heal, go cast out demons. And you have received, I love that part, freely you have received, freely give. We're not called to be disciples just to receive. 
we are called to pass along what Jesus has done for us and for his people. And so this is the first time where the apostles now are put in charge of a task. Basically, he says, go now, go to the children of Israel, don't yet go to the Gentiles. Although it's interesting that the second half of the chapter starts to look to me like Matthew is looking past this time to a time when they're going to be sent out further, a time when they're going to start suffering persecution more seriously than they will here when the first time he sends out the 12. Matthew brings up these words of Jesus that he remembers and says, remember how Jesus said there would be persecution. Remember Jesus said that the brother would be set against brother, father against son. Remember that Jesus would be divisive. He told us that. He told us that when he first sent us out. And it's something that they can remember as he is writing to a church that is already receiving persecution. By the time that he writes his gospel, at least one of these 12, James, is dead. And of course, Judas has betrayed Jesus and committed suicide. So two of them are gone for sure by the time Matthew writes his gospel. And possibly more, because I don't know quite the timing on this, but I suspect it's probably those two. But there is persecution already in the church by the time the people are reading this. They're reading Jesus' words that say, I know what's going to happen. What did you think would happen? They persecuted me. They rejected me. They called me Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, one of the names of the devil. If they called me that, won't they certainly treat you that way too? But go out, go out like sheep among wolves. Go out as shrewd as serpents, as innocent as doves. What does that mean? I think that means that we're supposed to not be naive. We're not supposed to be stupid. But on the other hand, we're called to be innocent. We're called to be not thinking the way the world thinks, but with minds set on God, with minds set on Jesus, with minds set on this task before us. And so he sends them out, and he says that even now as they're being sent out and just to the children of Israel, not to the Samaritans, not to the Gentiles, he looks forward to a day when they'll be brought before governors and kings, when they'll be witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. Matthew's gospel is not focusing as much on the universal nature of Jesus' calling as is the gospel of Luke, and yet he knows that. He knows that certainly by the time he's writing this gospel. So even here, we see a premonition of that. We see that Jesus is telling them at the first time he sends them out what's going to happen eventually. As a commissioning service, it's inspirational, but it's also scary. Inspirational because we get, he knows the very hairs on your head. He knows when a sparrow falls. God is watching and God cares for you. But also challenging because he has these words, if you don't love me more than your parents, if you don't love me more than your children, if you're not willing to take up your cross. Now imagine how weird that sounded At the time that he is saying it, they probably remembered it because it was such a strange thing to say, because Jesus had not yet taken up his cross. But he says, if you're not willing to do that, you're not worthy. Jesus needs to be number one in their lives, in their calling, and in ours, because we too are sent this is just the beginning of the sending. This is a, something that will be repeated later in Matthew in the Great Commission, a commission that is for all of us, that we are all 
apostolos. We are all sent. We are a church that is sent into the world, not to be part of it, but to bring it to Jesus. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.